Hello, fine folk. Thanks for listening. This is Passion Pod number 53. Um, you're either listening via iTunes, in which case you don't forget you can subscribe if you haven't already, or all of the podcasts are on our website, passionpods.co.uk. This week is a mega exciting one for me because basically this is what Passion Pods is all about. Uh, I'm chatting to Anna the Hooligan. Hula hooping. That is what she's made her career. Yes, an actual career out of hula hooping. Amazing. On location just before she's about to go on stage at Café de Paris. I mean, how, like, snazzy do I sound backstage at Café de Paris uh, who do I think I am but yes that is where we recorded it so excuse the loud bursts of noise and occasional doors coming and going uh, so inspiring uh, and I can't wait to share her story with you so here goes you're listening to Passion Pod number 53 with Anna the Hooligan so Anna hula hooping uh, let's break it down. This is exciting. Uh, let's break it down. You've got three sort of different strands that you work under. So it's me, Anna, Anna the Hooligan. So I perform uh, burlesque and cabaret and um, here at Café de Paris. I, I do a weekly show here for, called Cabaret de Distraction, as well as other nights around London. But um, but this is kind of my, my kind of cabaret homes. Uh, I also do uh, hooligan tricks, which is just a really kind of nice tricks part of it. Uh, I also do you hoop. So you hoop is a kids-oriented hula hoop uh, event. So we go into schools and we just do a, a day of hula hoop classes for a school, as well as doing festivals and school school things like that. And we have other people coming to help us. And then I also do hula fit with my husband Rowan, and that is about bringing fitness and hula hoops together and creating a seriously fun fitness class. I'm really excited yeah. about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with, with, with hula hooping, when I first started, I was like, really? Really? Hula hooping? Are you really, really, Anna? Shouldn't you try and find a job? A real a, job. A real job. And I was just like, but all I could think of was like, but there's so many things you can do with it. Like, you know, I could go and teach if I wanted. I could teach in schools. I could perform. There was a fitness element. There was huge scope for me. It was almost like it's too much choice. So I never saw the negative side of it. I always just saw like, my God, I love doing this and I'm just going to go with it really. And um, and so when I when I kind of started, I was just doing it for the, for the love of it, for the hobby. And then I got to a point where I was like, I kind of, can't do anything else well I probably could do if I stopped hula hooping but I want to carry on hula hooping so um, I then started to perform a bit and, and teach a bit and then and then as the years went on after about two or three years I, I started to perform a bit a bit more professionally as Anna the hooligan so I, I, I had a, an uncle that came up with my stage name which is the best stage name in, in my opinion I yeah think. it's amazing so I was super lucky with that um, and then I was I was teaching workshops on the side, just teaching people tricks. Um, actually, some one girl, a friend, uh, Cara Levan, she got in touch with me. We'd never met each other. I'd moved to London, and uh, she was like, hey, I want to learn hula hooping. Can you teach me? And I was like, well, look, I live in East London. You live in South London. It's not really going to work, you know. She's like, well, how about I organise a class for you to teach, and you just come and teach it? And I was like, okay. So, so we set up the London Hula Hoopers, which is now this big, huge network online. And, um, and I used to go and teach classes for her. And then over the years, that grew to teaching classes almost every day. So, you know, if, if for an example, at a dinner party, if somebody asks me what, I'm, what I do, I'm like, well, you know, I, I hula hoop, actually. And they're like, oh, wow, oh my <laughs> like, God, what is that? And I'm like, you know, they love it. I'd love to be there when you're at a dinner party and someone asks you that question. Yes. You're like, well... 
Uh, I just love to hear their reactions. It'd especially, be especially with the you know the kind of place. If I go to a dinner party, they, you know it's quite a normal standard question, and I'm happy to answer it. And people's reaction is so. Um, Please, they're so pleased and they're so they're so positive about well, there's it. There's something very joyful about the whole yeah. thing of hula hooping, isn't there? It's a, the there's whole so many thing questions that they can ask as well, like because it's like, how do you even make that work? Right. So great question. You know, Tell me, how do you? How, do you how make, does that make that well, work? How do you, I just I think how do you make anything work? You've, you want to make money, so you think of ways that you have a skill or um, a passion, and you will try and find ways to make that work. Um, and so teaching is a skill that I can do. I taught myself, so I'm, I'm a completely self-taught hula hooper. So I understood the frustrations of starting. I couldn't do it when I first started. I was a terrible hula hooper. I realised all the things that I taught myself and I was able to kind of find a language that was related, that I could relate to other people. Because you'd already been there I'd and done that. I'd already been there, done yeah. it. I was terrible to begin with, so like... The, the kind of the perseverance I was like you, you can do this everyone can do this I firmly believe that if I can do it anybody can hula hoop anybody can they've just oh, got it makes me want to go and get hula hoop it's fun you know it's, it should always be fun so it's, once I've managed to teach myself it's like I can teach other people so that was that was a kind of a no brainer I also thought I love children I think they're really fun they always teach you something new there's always going to be schools so I would contact schools I just sent out letters to schools and so very just... sort of gro- gradual yeah, growth yeah of... yeah really gradual yeah what was your what were you doing before take me back a bit a little timeline mm. before you started hula hooping have you been hula hooping just as a hobby for a long time before you started mm. as a business or well no they kind of went hand in hand because I was at university so I studied um, it was, you know there's a whole other story of how I actually ended up studying in America at Berkeley wow um, and so I kind of managed to wrangle my way in there by That's powers amazing. of persuasion <laughs> wow. and then um, and then I was there for a year I wanted to stay a little bit longer so I volunteered at the botanical gardens over there my boss on the second day was like hey Anna you're coming to Burning Man with me and I was like that's Burning Man. Oh my God, the naive little English <laughs> Totally person. like, yes yeah, please, yes please. Was like, what a okay, boss. What a boss, you know, what a boss. So he took me and, uh, and when I was out there, I, uh, I was looking for him and my friends and I was trying to, you know, find them at a party and I just couldn't find them. And I was like, you know what, if I just sit down, stop moving, they'll find me. I sat down and I was like, damn it, this is a really bad party, bad music, oh, there's no one here, like, what am I doing? Right in the middle of the desert, I'm like, what am I doing here? And then I look up, and in my memory, which obviously changes over time, but my memory from that experience was that I, I, I saw these five kind of gazelle-like figures. They were blue and silver body painted. They had white dreads going down their back. They were covered in loincloths, and I was who are these people? Who are these people? And they, were, and they each, in my memory, had about three or four hoops each, and they were properly dancing. It wasn't like circus standing still. It was very much dance, 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 dance. And then they were each, like, passing a hoop to each other. And then I'd get a tap on my shoulder, and I realised it's my friend Bill, and I'm like, Bill, have you seen these? And then I look back, and they were totally gone. And they were disappeared. Whoa! So a Burning Man special. So I think it was a Burning, it was definitely a Burning Man special. Like, I, I feel like it was like an alien invasion, or like a vision of some sort. It was probably just, I was a little bit drunk, and like, and just kind of, <laughs> just saw, I just saw one person who lived. Had a very nice blue sparkly hula. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was probably what it was. But no, it sounds much matter. better. But it doesn't matter what, what the reality was what I, what I took from it was something quite otherworldly uh, so I, I thought about it for about eight months went back to the UK thought about it intensely whilst doing my dissertation 
you know, really had, had dreams of greatness, dreams of performing in front of thousands of people on fire. I'd never seen a fire. You know, I had these amazing dreams. So weird, just from I nowhere. I know, just from this. And then, and then I went to a toy, I finished my uni, I went to a toy, went to a toy shop, got a hula hoop, went to the park, and I tried it, and I couldn't do it. And I cried, I like pro- properly cried. So it was just like my, my, my life's work. <laughs> and was, Up to this moment. I and I was rubbish. So um, you know, I tried it for a week, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. Finally realized that there was, it was a weight issue. So I broke my hoop open and stuffed, I stuffed it full of mud. I was in Scotland at the time, there was a lot of mud. I went to the local shop, I bought some tape, and like t- taped it together and created this like egg-shaped hoop Gave it a spin that first, and I still remember it to this day. I did it, and I remember keeping it up. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, that's, this, is th- this is it! This is it! This is it! <laughs> like, this is what I'm meant to be doing." But this is such a cool story. It literally is that you discovered it, and you, you know, broke Couldn't bits and fixed yeah. bits and stuff to make it work. to make it work for me. Like, and it wasn't. It, it you know, there was there was no hope for me before that moment. It was like it was definitely all in my head, even though I felt in my body that that's what I was meant to be doing but my body wasn't responding so and now and when I teach people I'm just like you know people are like no I've never been able to do it I've never been able to do it and just just use a heavier hoop they get a heavier hoop and they can do it suddenly and they like the, the look on someone's face is like I know that feeling like I know it and I want you know I want people to be using their bodies in that way and it's it's a lovely feeling I, I think it's important particularly for women to use their body to um, to express themselves sexually and sensually and, and it's all about them mm. it, it's a very insular activity but if it's if it's done the right way it's it's it inspires people like you know people will see a hula hooper I get so many people go oh, I saw this hula hooper once at this at this thing and like you know and they just like look like the hula hoop was part of their body I'm like that's lovely like it's lovely it really touches people and people remember it what have been the challenges of doing a career that is all these things that we've talked about that yeah. is something that shocks people or that is different from in brackets the norm what have yeah. you found the challenges to be um, I, th- I think the, m- the main challenge that I'm finding now is I'm getting older. I've been doing this now for 10 years. I'm 32. Uh, the main challenge is, is, is energy. I think hula hooping should be fun. That's the first and foremost thing that, should, that is always there at the top of my mind. So if I'm not having fun, then I, don't, I can't imagine anybody... You know, People probably are, but for me it really depends. If I'm not giving all my energy like in my in, in my physical energy and my mental energy then you know I don't have as good a time as I as I could be having I always get the most out of it when I do put that in but it requires a lot of like full-on attention to hula hoop you can't really do much with your hands whilst you're hula hooping uh so all the admin like that's that's totally not what the actual activity is about I'm, and I'm really, I really, really struggle with the, with the kind of administrative element of keeping a business going, whilst also keeping the activity of the actual business going. And like, I've still got to get work coming in, which involves like emailing, and you can do it on your phone, of course, but you need to be able to sit down and focus and concentrate. So it's, it does tear you apart a little bit. And like, and as I'm getting older, I'm feeling okay. There are things that. I know that I really enjoy about it. There are things that I like, where I like making my money, and where I like to, where I'd like to see myself go. I know now, after ten years of doing it, I know where that is going. 
So it's, it's taken a lot of years to get to that place. And now it's about implementing it, which takes, which takes time, which takes a huge amount of time. And, you know, there's parts of me that just go, oh, I'm just going to give it up. I want to just sit down and write. <laughs> but I think if I stopped using my body, I think I would deeply miss it. So I don't want to stop it. I want to kind of keep it going. And now I'm like, okay, I can, I can give this to other people. This is something that other people can do now. I don't necessarily have to be the one that does it all. It's like the growth of it, isn't yeah. it? It's like, I guess, it sounds so cheesy, but like nurturing a kid. It's yeah. like, you know, you've created this business yeah. that was just you, and now how you're feeding that out into sort of more of a, yeah, like a company, I guess, rather than it just being you as the sole yeah. The sole performer. And you've, or got, you've got to let it go. Like, you've got, you've got to let it go. My husband, Rowan, has been... immensely supportive in creating this new element of of the hula hoop business that we've got he's 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 put a lot of time and energy into it but i still find it very hard to like even let him write an email no you're doing it wrong no you're doing it wrong i can do it better and it's like you've just got to let it go You've, you've got to delegate like other people have they have the passion they have the energy they have the enthusiasm they have all of that that kind of energy that i had five years ago that i'm kind of feeling dwindle and I it's just like just give it to them they they want to do it so so I've, we're now like my husband and I have created hula fit which is a fitness company with hula hooping we both we're both fitness professionals now so we both do qualifications in fitness it's always been something that's interested me and him through his like kind of constant mentoring he's been like we keep it fitness so there's no none of the kind of circus hooping there's none of the hoop dance stuff that I do as a performer it's very much fitness. It's this more is, business. It's fitness. It's more business, but it's much more accessible. Like it's amazing. I was teaching a class that was like dwindling in numbers because I was losing passion for it. I was ready to give it to somebody else, and she was like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" And she's like, "Why don't you just make it into a hula fit class? Like you've already running one up there." And I was like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Within a week, it sold out. Like no promotion and like nothing. It's like, yeah, it's tapping into the right yeah, thing. Yeah, the I right guess. thing. And I, I now. I teach one tricks class, where I used to only do tricks class, so I now do majority fitness classes, and I love it. I, I love teaching a formulaic class. I love the music that I use, people that I get, women, we're all, we're all having loads of fun together, we're all doing the same thing together. It's all about just getting fit, having a bit of a laugh, and, and getting sweaty and silly. It makes me want to sort of do one now. I'm yeah. like, Friday night, really was looking for a glass of wine. Now, right, pass no, the let's, let's have a little thrust. <laughs> Always time. Work the abs. Um, <laughs> darling, if you, there's, I've started this thing called like the Startup Satchel, which is slightly more for the businessy yeah. people rather than more the creatives. But if you were to, there's like Desert Island de- Discs mm. kind of vibe. Three things. So um, you have a big bag and you're allowed to carry it around with you all the time. The first thing would be inspiration, something that inspires you and it can be Mary Poppins so it doesn't back right, and back okay. to Mary Poppins so it can be any shape or size so something inspirational a person and then a thing so those three things inspiration a person and a thing oh gosh okay it would have to be Rowan well done my good husband. wife points it have to be Rowan he's a lot of fun uh, I would have to take a hula hoop because I, I still just I mean even I just love spinning a hoop around my waist that to me is still the funnest thing you can do with a hoop and inspiration I would have to say something musical something musical so, Spotify can I take Spotify yeah take Spotify the whole bloody lot of it I'll take great Spotify. one yeah. great I'll take Spotify magic music music husband hula hoop there we go that's banging <laughs> um, sounds like I'd love that in my backpack <laughs>
You've been listening to Passion Pod number 53 with Anna the Hooligan. So that was a goodie, wasn't it? Thanks so much, Anna. And thank you so much, as ever, for listening. And don't forget, if you like this kind of thing, we've actually got one with Zoe Jones. She's a hand balancer. That might tickle your fancy. Or there's loads more different ones. Check out the website, passionpods.co.uk. Or if you've got any feedback or you want to get in touch, just drop me an email. It's emily at passionpods.co.uk. Or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just type in Passion Pods, you'll find us. Always love hearing from you. So don't think twice about getting in touch. Big thanks as ever for listening. We'll catch you next week.